Hello, hello. This is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 104. Yeah, you might remember a couple episodes ago, I was proud of myself for getting an episode done before leaving for a vacation to visit some friends. Well, that vacation didn't end up happening at that time. Uh, We had to push it back a few weeks. So now this upcoming week is actually when me and my son are going on the vacation. So I'm kind of in the same scenario again where I was thankfully able to get everything done uh, and get this episode out before going on the trip. So yes, let's go ahead. You know how I like to do things. I always like to start off the episode with something pretty fast and furious and fairly short. So yes, we're going to California here. This band is pretty much the first thrash band in my eyes, uh, formed in 1979 by Tom Hunting and Kirk Hammett. That band is Exodus. And of course, uh, you know, the reason Exodus kind of came into consciousness for some metal fans out there is simply because it was Kirk Hammett's first band. Um, That's how it was for me. That's what made me want to check them out. And... I've been a fan ever since. I mean, their their output has been great. Um, the debut is considered an absolute classic. It took way too long for it to get recorded and released. It didn't come out till 85, when truly this band, like I said, is one of the first thrash bands. They should have released that record back in 82, 83, you know. I think it was kind of labeled delays and things like that. Kind of got it pushed back, but um, it's still considered a classic. The follow-up, Pleasures of the Flesh, has some outstanding songs on it, but the production is so dismal. It's really bad, and it um, really affects my ability to enjoy that record. (laughs) But hearing those songs live, um, they still sound great. But yes, they have been very strong, very consistent um, ever since reuniting in uh, 2004. They've been putting out strong records ever since. The last record, Blood In, Blood Out, excuse me, came out in 2014, and that marked the return of uh, Steve Souza on vocals. And it was a really strong album, really good. This one, it's taken a long time to get released. Um, but hopefully it'll be worth it. They've released three singles off of it so far. And I'm a little on the fence, I must say. And it's not that the songs aren't, uh, aren't heavy or thrashy. It's more kind of the production. It's really crystal clear. But I think Souza's vocals are maybe a little too upfront. There's something kind of... Unpleasant, kind of abrasive about them, I guess, on these first few singles. But um, but the songs are good. The drumming is great. Tom Hunting is is still a beast. Uh, he recently just underwent a major operation uh, in order to beat cancer, where they essentially removed his entire stomach. Like everything he eats now just bypasses his stomach. Basically, it's pretty major. But uh, if that's what it takes to be cancer free, then then so be it. But uh, he's doing well now, thankfully. But anyways. This is the second single that they've released. As I said, they've released three now up to this point, but this one's kind of the most uh, fast and furious. So here we go off of their new album, Persona Non Grata, which is coming out on November 19th through Nuclear Blast. This is Exodus with Clickbait.
There we go. That was Exodus with clickbait. Uh, They definitely haven't let their age slow them down, that's for sure. They've kind of maintained that same level of quality for the most part. They kind of had a little bit of a down period there in the early 90s, but, I mean, what thrash band didn't? But, yeah, they they are still going strong here ever since 2004 when they kind of came back full force and capitalized on that kind of resurgence of thrash, which is kind of still going right now. Uh, But yes, that album, Persona Non Grata, is coming out November 19th. All right, we're jumping to Finland here. This band's been around since 05. I first uh, came to know them whenever Kriegsgrav was still on uh, Naturemacht Productions, the German label that we were on. Uh, And even after we left Naturemacht, I still am a firm supporter of that label, and uh, their bands and roster has always been very strong. Um... <clears throat> but this band is called Havakrunu, and they have been gaining popularity, and deservingly so, uh, for the last handful of years here. Um, I'd say probably it was maybe 2014, I guess, when I first heard them, uh, and thought it was really, really good. That was back when I was living in Dallas, and I was letting my roommate Corey hear them. Um, 
but it's really good. And they've released three full lengths up to this point, one in 2015, which is probably the one that I had first heard, um, and then 2017, and then they released one in 2020 as well. But they're coming out with a new EP. Actually, it's already out. What am I saying? Uh, but yeah, their, their new EP just came out October 8th, still through Nature Mocked, and I think that's great that they are still um, staying loyal to, to Nature Mocked. You know, Krigsgrav left Nature Mocked, and it was one of those things that seemed like the right decision at the time, and then in retrospect, it's like, yeah, we probably just, we should have stayed put, I think, you know. Um, but, I mean, we are where we are now, and we're actually really happy with the label we're on now, but the... <laughs> There's just one of those stepping stone things that we just kind of had to do, I guess. But uh, it's really cool to see that Havakrunu is still on Nature Mocked. Um, but yes, this new EP just came out. And it's good. I didn't hear it right when it first came out. It took me several weeks before I even realized it was out already. <laughs> so um, I just wasn't paying close enough attention. But um, but yes, I'm not going to pronounce it. It's in Finnish. Uh, I'm going to do my best with the song title. I feel like I have a chance, a better chance at hitting the song title right than the EP title. But um, but yes, this is one of the standout tracks for me, and they just really have maintained that same style and that same quality uh, on all their full lengths, and they just kind of carry it through to this EP as well. It's always good from these guys. So, Off of their new EP, this is Havokrunu with Mustan Merken Inteala. Det är en väldigt väldigt speciell röst. Nu kommer jag att 
Alright. There's a little peaceful outro here that I'm going to start speaking over. Just so you guys don't completely lose interest here. <laughs> but that was Havokrunu with Mustan Merken Intinala. Uh, yeah, really good song, as is every one of their songs. They really have not put out anything weak, in my opinion. Um, but yes, if you're like me and kind of overlooked this new EP, go ahead and check it out. It is very good. Um, okay, we're going to Poland here. I guess this is technically a two-man band, although they have had um, more members in the past. But I think as of now, there's just two, two regular members. They might just kind of be using some stand-ins for live and things like that. Been around since 06. The band is Demonic Slaughter. And I must admit, I'm not super familiar with their material. Like, I've heard of the band for a long time, but just kind of never checked them out. Just no real reason why. Um, but yes, I came across this album, and this remains the only album I've heard of theirs, and I really want to go check out the rest, because I think this is a great album. Uh, the album is 2013's Downfall, and it's their fourth album out of six uh, so far. And this was released through Pagan Records, and uh, I just kind of saw the album cover pop up in some, probably through Spotify. Let's be, let's be real here. That's where I come across a lot of bands, is that uh, I listen to something I like, and then I see other recommended artists, you know, on their Spotify. And this was one of them, so I checked it out, really enjoyed it. It's very rooted in black metal. Uh, kind of has some death metal elements in there. I especially like how thick the production is. It's just kind of got this real beefy production, and I think it suits the material really well. But yeah, this is a really strong album, and uh, I kind of regret not checking them out sooner because I have heard of them for quite a long time. Um, but yes, I, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I definitely want to hear uh, the rest of their discography because uh, if it's anything like this album, I am in. So, off of the 2013 album Downfall, this is Demonic Slaughter with Planet of Doom. No! 
was demonic slaughter from poland with planet of doom and that is some really really strong black metal right there and uh, definitely a band that i should not have slept on for so long but no more okay we're going back to the usa here out of florida band's been around since 84 took their sweet time releasing a debut they didn't release anything till 91 for a variety of reasons the band is massacre and they and especially singer um, Cam Lee are kind of legends in that Florida scene. Uh, of course, Cam Lee was in a band with Chuck Schuldiner and Rick Ross in the 80s called Mantis, which later turned into Death. Uh, by the time it turned into Death, Cam Lee was no longer in it, and he was doing Massacre, along with Rick Ross. <laughs> and, yeah, um, Terry Butler was the bass player in Massacre, but then both him and Rick Ross joined Death for Leprosy and, uh, you know, Spiritual Healing. Ter- Terry Butler was still on that one. And then whenever that kind of dissolved with death, Terry Butler and Rick Ross, they're back in Massacre along with Bill Andrews, who was also in death. (laughs) So they kind of got Massacre going full force again and then finally released their debut album From Beyond in 91, which is considered a classic. Uh, They released an EP after that called Inhuman Condition, which is kind of right up there with the quality from the debut Uh, But then they really kind of went off the rails in the mid-90s and weren't really sure what their style should be. They released an album in 96 that was just terrible. Um, They reformed, oh, maybe like 2010 or so, 2011, with Rick Ross and Terry Butler back in it uh, with a different drummer and singer. They released an album called Back From Beyond, which is a terrible album title. Uh, in 2014 and it just it was fine but it was just not memorable the singer sounds nothing like cam lee which he wasn't trying to 
but it's like it just didn't sound like Massacre. It didn't sound like what people wanted after so many years of not having a Massacre album. It just wasn't that great. Um, and then you fast forward to 2021, and you have Terry Butler and some other musicians uh, with a band called Inhuman Condition, which I have played uh, on a previous episode of the podcast. But they are really trying to capture that classic Massacre style, and they released an album that I think is really good. Uh, I think it was earlier this year that it came out. And now Massacre has been reborn somewhat with Cam Lee on vocals. So this will be the first time that he has been on a Massacre album since 96. But it's just Cam Lee, Michael Borders on bass, who apparently was in the band back in like from like 84 to 86. You know, he wasn't on any recordings. He was just a way early member. Um, so he's back in for whatever that's worth. And then there's just a revolving door of contributors. So there's somebody doing drums on this, but then there's like four guitar players, all, none of them from Florida. It's all people from like Sweden and the UK who are all kind of respected names in the, in their own country's death metal scenes that contributed to recording this album. So yeah, it's got the massacre name and logo on it and it's got Cam Lee singing on it, but to call this a massacre album still just doesn't seem right to me. Um, musically, it definitely does have the vibe of early Massacre material, so it is kind of what the fans want to hear, but again, I still just kind of feel funny about calling this a Massacre record, but certainly not bad. The album's called Resurgence, came out on October 22nd of this year through Nuclear Blast, and yeah, this is their, as I said, their fourth album overall. I mean, for a band that's been around since 84 to have only put out four albums, that's that's some pretty significant gaps in between records right there. But uh, yeah, this is definitely uh, hitting the spot for a lot of old school death metal fans. So on the debut album, they have a song called Succubus. And I guess this is meant to be kind of a continuation of that. So off of their new album, Resurgence, this is Massacre with Spawn of the Succubus.
All right, that was Massacre with Spawn of the Succubus, definitely uh, in keeping with the old Massacre style from the early 90s. All right, we're going to Croatia here. This is a one-man band that's been around since 2018 that I really didn't know much about. Uh, the band is called Triglav, and that is the word for like the Slavic three-headed god, like the word literally translates to the three-headed one. Um, but yeah, they released uh, their debut album in 2019 called Night of Whispering Souls through Extreme Metal Music, and that still stands as the only thing that they've released up to this point. But uh, it's not groundbreaking or anything, but it is some very solid uh, melodic black metal. And uh, really, I, I hadn't heard of this project. Um, I was just kind of recently looking for... I'm always looking for different stuff to play on the show, so I was just looking for different one-man bands that uh, maybe I haven't heard before, like extreme metal one-man projects, and came across this one and uh, really enjoyed it, so I'm going to play something off of it. I do, you know, having been in a one-man band myself years ago, I try to kind of shed some light on some of these one-man projects and, and show them some love a little bit, so... Here we go off of the album Night of Whispering Souls. This is Triklov with Night of Whispering Souls.
All right. That was the one-man band Treek Love from Croatia with Night of Whispering Souls. It's really impressive, I think. Um, it's just really good melodic black metal. Uh, we're going to go to something a little more strange, and I mean, that's even in the band's name as well. The band is called Bizarre Cult. That's one word. Uh, they existed from 2005 to 2010 and then was resurrected in 2019 and is still going now. Uh, based out of Russia, initially, uh, moved to Oslo, Norway now, so... That's their home base, but uh, they released a demo in 2006, and that was really it um, from their first era, and now they have released uh, an EP in 2019 and just released uh, their debut full-length um, called V Overlevde, and that came out in June of this year through Petricor Records, at least I think that's how that label is pronounced, but uh, yes, I have been seeing this album cover around just kind of shared around and finally checked it out. I had heard of the project, but I honestly don't remember where I would have heard of them, considering they only released a demo in 06. Uh, maybe it was with the EP in 2019 or something I, I first heard of them, but never checked it out. But uh, yeah, I had heard the name before, finally checked out this debut album, because I kept seeing the album cover everywhere. And it's good, and it is a bit bizarre. It's not in the same level of, of being bizarre as like Death Spell Omega or Abagor or something like that. But uh, it definitely is a different take on just black metal. It's not really fully black metal, but it's just very dark, extreme metal. Uh, a lot of variety in tempos. There's parts of songs where it's just kind of drums and bass and vocals and the guitars drop out. And they're just kind of strange. So yeah, it's kind of refreshing that they don't really adhere to, you know, much uh, in the way of traditional structures and stuff. But it's pretty cool. I enjoyed it. So I'm sharing it with you now. So... Off of the debut album V Overlevde, this is Bizarre Cult with Siste Ord.
Alright, I'm going to jump in there. That was Bizarre Cult with Siste Ord. Uh, really interesting take on black metal, and if you haven't heard that record, I suggest you, you check it out, because it is a really enjoyable and kind of refreshing take on the genre, I would say. Alright, since Bizarre Cult is based out of Norway these days, I can say that we're going to stay in Norway for the next couple of songs. I actually am incredibly pissed off because I have recorded the intro for this next song twice already. This is time number three because Pro Tools has crashed on me. Um, basically, I finish the intro and then in the two seconds that it takes before I can click save, it like crashes on me and I have to do this whole goddamn spiel again. So yeah, try not to uh, <laughs> try not to pay too much attention to the full-blown rage in my voice while I speak. Uh, this band's been around since 2008, and it was not formed as a side project. It was meant to be kind of its own standalone project. That band is Sarke, and that is the project of the musician Thomas Bargley, who uses the stage name Sarke, and he's the drummer for Telus and for Cold, who I enjoy very much. He's kind of the drummer and main songwriter for both of those projects, and he started this project back in 08 and got Nocturno Culto on vocals, and he's had some really good musicians in the band over the years. He had Asgir Mikkelsen from Borknagar doing live drums for a bit, because I believe Thomas does bass um, when, when they play live. So he had Asgir Mikkelsen on drums, now it's uh, Kato Beckenvold, um, from Enslaved, formerly of Enslaved, who's the live drummer now. But uh, yeah, Nocturnal Colto, he kind of does the same vocal style he's done on the last couple of Dark Throne records, where it's not really extreme vocals from a black metal sense. It's more of that kind of raspy, almost guttural, primitive, you know, tone that he's been using, uh, the you know, in the last several Dark Throne records. But... Uh, I really want to love this band, and I just kind of don't. Like, they're not bad by any means, but it's just kind of cool, and then nothing sticks with me. It's just not memorable, and I never find myself, like, just really yearning to go back and listen to their previous records. Like, I hear it, and I say, okay, that was pretty good, and then I just kind of move on. But uh, it's a shame, because I really like all the other bands that uh, the members are a part of, but uh, yeah, something about this one it just does not stick with me. But um, they released their new album, All Sieger, on October 26th of this year through Soul Cellar Records. That's their seventh record overall. And it just follows suit with all the previous material. It's still very stripped down and primitive and almost kind of rock and roll-ish as far as its uh, structures go. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a glowing endorsement here, but trust me, it's not bad. It just kind of it isn't enough to keep me coming back. But uh, anywho, off of the new album, Al Sieger, this is Sarke with Grim Awakening. Inside of me, the 
Alright, that was Sarke with Grim Awakening off of their new album Al Seeger. That just came out on October 26th. Uh, we're keeping it in Norway here. This band has been around since 95 with uh, kind of a variety of different musicians in the band over the years. The band is Keep of Kalisen, and I first saw them in 2006 in Oslo. Um, they were the first band playing on the main stage at the Inferno Festival that year. And I was told by my friend Tom, who I actually first met while waiting in line to get into the Inferno Festival that year, and we've kept in touch uh, ever since, all these years. Um, But he actually told me about this band. He asked if I had heard them. I said no, and he was like, oh man, you're going to love it. It's going to be so good. Their their new album's coming out this week, and you know, it's going to be awesome. And he was right. They were really, really excellent. They played a lot of stuff off of their new album at the time, which was uh, Armada. And um, for me, that is still kind of their their peak, their pinnacle. Um, they released an album called Colossus after that that was kind of in the same vein for the most part. Uh, and it was a really good record. But then after that, they kind of lost me a little bit. They kind of got a little... A little, I don't know. They just kind of lost their style a little bit. And then they had one uh, song that was part of the, uh, what's it called? The Eurovision um, competition. You know, the way all the you know bands from different countries that are picked to represent their country in this big musical competition. And they were representing Norway, so they wrote a song for that. And it was super poppy, like catchy, really basic structure radio friendly type thing and I'm like what the hell is that and uh, they didn't win or anything but that song did end up on um, on one of their albums I think the album was called Reptilian but didn't really like that so much and I kind of stopped paying attention after that well the uh, singer was fired essentially he just kind of he went on vacation I guess didn't tell the other members he was going on vacation he was out in like South Africa or something like that with his girlfriend uh, wasn't answering any emails phone calls I guess they had already had some tensions um, to begin with anyways but that was kind of the final straw and they just couldn't get a hold of him at all so they just left him a voicemail and said yeah you're out we've had enough you're done so the guitar player who actually used to be a live guitar player in Satyricon um, has now taken over vocal duties as well so he's an excellent guitar player and I wasn't sure how he would do vocally but he actually does a really good job um, so he sang on the last album of theirs which the name is escaping me but um, but yeah they, they released an EP I want to say the album came out in 2015 but they released an EP a year later called Heaven of Sin uh, came out in March of 2016 through Indie Records, and that stands as their most recent release uh, up to this point. So it's been quite some time since they've released anything. But um, but yeah, the EP, not bad, not great, but not bad. I'm going to play one that is, uh, to me, you know, stands head and shoulders above the other songs on the EP. This is definitely the, the best tune on there. So. Um, so yes, here we go. Off of 2016's Heaven of Sin EP, this is Keep of Kaleesan with Descendant. Oh! 
There we go. That was Keep of Kaleesan from Norway with Descendant off of their Heaven of Sin EP. Um, yeah, that one, just the riffing and everything is kind of more in keeping with like the Armada and Colossus uh, albums. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that song a lot. Hopefully they will be releasing something in the near future. Because yeah, it's been like five years. Uh, Alright, we're going back to Russia here. This is a one-man band that's been around since 2019, so still very new. But I actually played them once before on a previous episode of the podcast. The band is called Gloosh. That's G-L-O-O-S-H. And I can't remember the name of the debut, but I played something off of the debut. Um, can't remember how I discovered it, but I really enjoyed it. So I saw that they just released a uh, new record on October 1st of this year. It's their second album called Sylvan Coven. And it says it's released independently, and if that's true, that's a shame, because it's definitely really, really good quality stuff that should be released through a label. Um, but yeah, it's not, I've, as I've said many times with many bands, it's not reinventing the wheel, it's not reinventing black metal, but it's just really, really good quality black metal, and um, I really like this new record a lot. I liked the debut, I think I like this one even more, so they're definitely uh, progressing in their quality. So here we go, off of their second album, Sylvan Coven, this is Gloosh with The Mist of Sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That was Gloosh from Russia with The Mist of Sleep. Really good stuff. That record is great. And uh, as I said, it appears that it was released independently. So if you enjoyed that, I suggest you check out the rest of the record on their Bandcamp page and, uh, and purchase the album or purchase some merch. Support the band. All right, we're going to Germany here. This is a band, kind of a death doom kind of kind of more black metal-y vocals at times, um, but they've been around since 2017. The band is called Praise the Plague, and some of the doomy parts are really kind of noisy because there's so much distortion on everything, including the bass, um, but yeah, they, they do some good tempo changes throughout their music. Uh, I'm playing something off of their second record that came out earlier this year. It's called The Obsidian Gate. came out in July through Life Force Records. And uh, this song in particular I really like because of the, it's kind of a tale of two songs where the opening half is much more on the doom side and then they kind of uh, elevate the song and change the tempo and change the drum beat to something slightly more energetic and it just kind of changes the whole feel of the song. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy this band. Um, the debut was decent. This second album, I checked it out, not right when it came out, but I want to say it was around September when I finally kind of stumbled upon it and uh, and checked it out, and I think it's a really strong record. Good production. So yes, off of the Obsidian Gate, this is Praise the Plague with The Descent.
Alright, there we go. That was Praise the Plague from Germany with The Descent off of their new record, The Obsidian Gate. I like it. It's heavy and it's dynamic. There's some pretty good changes there, tempo-wise. I really enjoy it. Um, Alright, we're going back to the USA here out of Florida, out of Tampa to be more specific. Uh, this band is a three-piece that's been around since 2009. It's Perdition Temple, and Perdition Temple is kind of the project of Gene Palubicki, who's the guy whose name I could not remember on last <laughs> the last episode uh, with that Malefic Throne song. But, uh, but yes, it's kind of his band that is kind of his post-Angel Corpse band, and it's relentless. It's so good. It's uh, very just kind of satanic intense in-your-face death metal and it's really good and all of their albums are good they just released their most recent one in 2020 so that's what i'm going to play something off of that one but truly uh, each of their three records are are excellent um the riffing is just so good and it's kind of what you would expect uh if you've heard angel corpse then you kind of know the direction this is going to take but uh, this third album came out in March of 2020. It's called Sacraments of Dissension. That came out through Hell's Headbangers Records. And uh, picks up right where the previous two left off. He's not really going to make any drastic style changes at this point. But um, as I said, I mean, the drumming's phenomenal, but really it's the riffs. The riffing is, is excellent and memorable. And it's really intense, so it's, it's not really something you could listen to on a daily basis, I wouldn't think. But uh, whenever you're in the mood for something real, just kind of fast and, and furious here, um, this band really hits the spot for me, especially. Um, I actually just listened to this whole record again a couple of times this week. It just seems to happen kind of once a month here. I might kind of go back to not necessarily this album, but go back to listen to a Perdition Temple record uh, while I'm working or something like that. But just great band. Um, and this new album is is really damn good. So here we go off of the newest album, Sacraments of Dissension. This is Perdition Temple with Crips of Massacre.
Night. That was Perdition Temple from Florida with Crips of Massacre. So good. That riffing is so, so good. Um, all right, let's keep it rolling here. We're going back to Germany. This is a two-piece band. It's been around since 2015. This is another one that falls under that category of I came across this really awesome album cover and just kind of wanted to check out the album and see if it was any good and really ended up uh, enjoying it quite a bit. And uh, the band, I, I'm i not sure the pronunciation. It's spelled G-R-A-B, but there's an accent over the A, so I'm just going to call it Grob. But um, they released their debut album. They actually released their their very first release was an EP that they released earlier this year. And then they released a debut full length uh, on October 1st of this year called Zeitlong. And that came out, uh, as I said, October 1st through Troll Music Records. And it's good. Like, it's it's black metal for sure. Kind of has a little melodic touch to it. Um, some of the drums, especially in this song, kind of are fall into that kind of more straightforward kind of rock and roll, black and roll vibe, but that's not their style at all. But uh, they have some sections in their music where they'll kind of go to that type of a drum beat. And it's really effective because if you just kind of stick to the same blast beats and things like that, it does get boring. So the fact that they do change it up with uh, with beats like that, I do enjoy quite a bit. But, um, but yes, I do dig this song mostly because of the kind of tempo change, not tempo changes, but just the changes in feel, changes of drum beat, you know, uh, it's enough to really kind of keep the song interesting from start to finish. Overall, their sound kind of reminds me a little, not a ton, but a little bit of like Imperium Decadence, which is another German band, one of their contemporaries. But uh, so that should kind of give you an idea of, uh, of kind of what their style is. But yeah, this was a very pleasant surprise for me this year. Um, and it all stemmed from me just thinking the album cover was cool and I wanted to check it out. So it pays to have a good album cover sometimes, guys. But uh, anyways, off of their debut full-length, Zeitlang, this is Grob with Nordwand.
there we have it. That was Grob from Germany with Nordwand. Really cool song and a really cool record. Um, if you're like me and have not heard of this band, which I'm, I imagine plenty of people have not since they just released their debut uh, last month, I suggest you check it out. It is on Spotify. It's a really good record. Um, all right. We made it. We've reached that time. End of the episode. I have to announce the final song. Of course, I first want to say thank you all for listening. Um, thanks for telling other people about the podcast. If you want to tell them where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app. Or the entire catalog of episodes is on Spotify, so you can find it there and follow it. Uh, any sort of feedback, requests, or anything you want to tell me, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And of course, please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of updates or news regarding future episodes, sometimes there's poll questions for you, the listeners, uh, it's all going to be located there. So find uh, the podcast on Facebook and like that page. All right, let's go ahead and introduce this thing. Uh, this band formed in 1990 up and existed up until 2010 out of Brooklyn, New York. The band is Typo Negative, and they mean a lot to a lot of people, myself included, uh, because they towed this line where they were very abrasive and still very metal, but they kind of dipped their toe into kind of the pop world as far as getting some pretty steady radio play, uh, never really using any extreme vocals or anything. It's all kind of just normal singing for the most part, and uh, having keyboards and just having some very pretty elements to their music and very catchy and poppy elements to their sound, but still having a uh, kind of metal edge to it that is rooted in doom metal and Black Sabbath and things like that. So they really were one of a kind because they were able to kind of uh, be in both of those worlds at once where they were still kind of well-known to the public due to the radio play and they were um, liked by a lot of of the female crowd that typically maybe wasn't into metal but still had a lot of respect and uh, a pretty good fan base in the metal world as well. Um, it's a band that I think has no bad albums and I wish they were still around now. Who knows what kind of music they'd be putting out now if they were still around, but uh, definitely love uh, everything that they released during the time that they were here. So my favorite, and I think it's considered a favorite amongst uh, members of the band as well, is 1999's World Coming Down album. Uh, it's their fourth album, released through Roadrunner Records. And this one kind of came at a time when Peter Steele was kind of getting lost in the world of cocaine and uh, his personal life was just kind of unraveling and you can just feel this, uh, this weight, this kind of real despair of him knowing full well that he's fucking up, that he's fucking his life up and he knows <laughs> what he's doing isn't right but he just doesn't really know how to handle it and he's just putting it into lyrics and putting it into songs and um, you can just feel you can just feel it in the music and the production is perfect on this album really abrasive but still obviously very clear you can hear everything just fine but um, the songs themselves are just so memorable and so uh, emotional 
you know that you can connect with these songs in a in a different way than you can with most bands but um yeah a really special band and obviously their music is what i used for the theme song for this show and what i use for the namesake of this show blood and fire radio that's from the song blood and fire by typo negative and that's the song i use at the beginning of the podcast every time but um yeah it's a band that, you know, really needs no introduction, but deserves all the uh, appreciation in the world. So here we go off of 1999's World Coming Down record. This is Typo Negative with World Coming Down. Cheers, everybody.